Hello and welcome to another episode of the Commander Quest podcast. Today we are going to be talking about how to use Scryfall. So the first thing I'm going to cover is I am splitting this into a three-part series. In my mind, there are three levels at which you can use Scryfall. Level one is using the advanced search feature. This is just a web page. You fill in these, you you check checkboxes, you type in certain fields, and it will come up with results. I'd say level two is using syntax, which you can type using certain r- rules of what what your typing means, and that is much more powerful, and you can u- manipulate it to mean a lot of different ways a lot of different things, that is level two. And level three is still using syntax, but also using regular expressions. Uh, This is a universal general, basically a universal text recognition language um, that, that is often used in coding and is extremely powerful, although it is very difficult to learn. So today I'm going to be teaching you level one. In the next weeks, I will teach you level two, and currently I am not, I have not fully learned regular expressions, although I am working on it. Uh, I might try and get a guest lined up, because I will learn and have a good understanding of regular expressions, but uh, it might be better to have someone who has known it for longer. So I'm working on learning that, and I'm, I can't guarantee that it will happen in three weeks because I want to give you a good service. I want to help you learn this and not just have no idea what I'm talking about. So most likely I will try to get it to happen in two weeks, but we will see. All right, so those are the three levels. Uh, second thing is for this podcast, uh, from now on, Uh, For my discussion topics, I will only be talking about what is in the title, what is in the thumbnail, and nothing else. For MTG News and for Card of the Week, I will have either separate episodes or not at all. I haven't fully decided yet. I think I will just do it varying, depending on how much time I have. Like, for example, this week, I'm super busy. I only have one day and not even a full day. I only have, like, from eight, from like 10 in the morning to, like, 4 p.m. I don't have very much time to work on it, so I might not be able to get those out this week. But generally, I will be releasing those, I think. Not fully decided on that yet. So, second thing, uh, what is Scryfall? Don't know why I waited this long to cover it, but Scryfall is a search engine for magic cards. You put in certain criteria with any of the three methods that I, that I said earlier, and it will show cards that match that. Um, this can be extremely useful for deck building if you want something with a specific keyword or with a specific text. You can find all of the cards with it and then just add them in your deck depending on 
whether they're playable or not. It is incredibly useful, and I'd say probably my most used, um, my most used deck building tool, period. EDH Rec is right behind it. So, uh, and arguably Architect, um, I guess I do use Architect more than I use Scryfall, but I, I mean, whether or not I use Architect more depends on how you frame it. Point is, it is a search engine for cards. Cards that match the criteria will be shown. So, level one. So, basically, the way this works is there's certain criteria, like card name, text, type line, things like that, uh, colors, commander, color identity, things like that, um, are going to be criteria you can fill out. So what I'm going to do is, first of all, generally most people can just look at this advanced, or this advanced section, and with some knowledge in magic, be able to at least partially understand what is happening. My goal is to give you the small amount of advantage, the small amount of extra information you can have and help you just be slightly, slightly more knowledged and precise with your searches. So I'm just going to go ahead and start going through these categories. There's a decent amount of them, probably maybe 10 or so, but first, card name. So card name, if the only thing you're searching for is card name, you can just go on the top search bar and just search the card name. So if I wanted Deadeye Navigator, for example, you know what, I'm going to open a new tab with, with Scryfall to demonstrate searches um, rather than just... Sorry, rather than just doing it on the page that I need to show you guys. So if we wanted a Deadeye Navigator, for example, we just type out Deadeye Navigator, hit enter, and it will show up. So if we just want a name, if we're just going for a name, we can just type it there. Type it at the top. If we partially know the name, like maybe we know it starts with Elvin or something like that, then we can type that in the card name section. So if we type Elvin, um, I don't have a specific card in, the, card in mind, but we'll see. If we type Elvin, then we can put in other criteria to make it so it'll match the card we're thinking of. Generally, people will either use Scryfall to find a card that they're thinking of but just can't think of the name, or they will use it to find cards that fit a certain criteria for deck building. So if we want, so this, this case that I'm describing would be for the name. So for card names and for the entirety of Scryfall, this is very important, it is not case sensitive. Well, I guess, I mean, if you didn't know that, you could just act as if it was and it would still work. But the point is, it is not case sensitive, so you don't have to worry about that. 
Personally, for me, that's really nice because I make a ton of typos in regards to capitalization. Um, if I'm ever doing anything super technical, uh, doing like, for example, coding, uh, doing whenever I type it out and there's an error, almost all the time it is just because I slightly made a small typo. But not always. Um, it just depends. So. The card name is just the card name. You can type out however much or however little, and it will just show cards with that name. Um, pretty sure order does matter. Um, not actually sure about that part. You know what? Um, we'll, we'll say Elves Wood. We'll test this out. Now, we can... Yeah. Okay, so order does not matter. Order does not matter. That's interesting. I didn't actually know that. Um, so, for example, so card name, just type in the name of the card. Order doesn't necessarily matter. If you're not 100% sure, you can just test it out and see what happens. Alright, next category is text. So text is the oracle text. The oracle text, if you do not know, is that you know, under, under the art, not the type line, right? That is where all the keywords go, where all the description, where all the abilities of the card go. That is what the text is. So you can, for this, uh, this is the Oracle text. You can just type whatever you want. Uh, I have some saved here just because, I don't know, I think Google does that for some reason. It's not necessarily helpful, but if we wanted until your next turn or something, we just type that out and we can search with these options and it'll show anything that happens until your next turn. There you go. So this can be helpful for so many different things. For example, if we want, if we're building a morph deck in the Oracle text, we can just morph. And then suddenly all the cards with morph will appear. That is incredible and incredibly helpful. No. So, small important things is A, word order does not matter. The, the way you have to think about it is every single space you put in is a separate search. So, if I say until your next turn, it is searching for cards with the word until and with the word next and with the word your and with the word tour turn. I put those in the wrong order just to make it so it was a little bit more clear. The order does not matter. Uh, it is just searching for cards with, uh, with those cards, with those words on it. If you want to manipulate that and control how that works, you will have to go to level two, which is syntax. Uh, I will be discussing that next week. You can also use um, oh man, what's it called? Little squiggly line thingy. Uh, if you're on video, you should be able to see it. It's, it's that thingy. I'm gonna look it up real quick, see what this little thingy is called. Um, let's see. Nope, okay. It is, it is directing me to files. Um, let's see if this will work. Uh, tilde. It is a tilde. 
tilde, tilde, I don't know. I think it's a tilde. Um, so you can use a tilde, which is a little squiggly line thingy. It should be in the top left of your keyboard right under the escape key. Although that depends on what type of keyboard you're using. So I guess that's not really helpful. Um, but you can use a tilde as a placeholder for the card name. So, for example, you may cast... So, for example, if something rev references itself, for example, Deadeye Navigator that we have in the other tab, Deadeye Navigator says, as long as Deadeye Navigator is paired with another creature, each of those creatures has one blue, exile this creature, then return it to the battlefield under your control. So, if you just couldn't, for the life of you, remember what Deadeye Navigator is called, what you could do is, let's just say you remember the rest of the text to simplify it, you could just take this text, copy it in there, uh, we can say Deadeye Navigator is the tilde, tilde, we can say Deadeye Navigator is the tilde, and then boom, we can search for it. And it, okay, that didn't work. Um, why, why did that not work? One second. I'm gonna troubleshoot this. Yeah. Alright. I got the issue. Let's just fix that up real quick. Boom. There we go. We have it. Easy as that. Now, usually you won't be able to remember the whole text, but so long as there's not multiple creatures with the same ability, you'll just get it straight up. So, if there are, though, you can just search, you can just look through it and find the card you're thinking of. Alright, so, uh, the second thing is you can add symbols. So, because there's no, uh, man emojis, like, emojis for it, uh, you will have to add these symbols. So, there's two ways you can do this. One is you just type it out. There are, there's a ruling in the comprehensive rulebook of how uh, mana, mana is supposed to be formatted with text. And it is with, oh man, not brackets. I'm just really not remembering the name of symbols today. Um, let's see. What's the other source? Nope. Uh, the, mm, that's not doing it. What is this symbol called? Let's see. I'm trying to figure it out. It's sort of like a bracket, but it's like squiggly. Curly braces? That's really what it's called? Curly brackets or curly braces? That's such a terrible name. Why? Alright, well, you put curly braces on the side, on each side, and then it's the thing you're used to. It's white, blue, black, red, green. Uh, for other things, there's tap is T, Q is untapped. I, I know that's a little weird. E is an energy counter. There's a lot of different things that are all detailed in the plus add symbol category in us uh, thingy button. So you can either type it out, um, probably just do that for Wuberg, and or you can just hit that plus add symbol button, and you can add it there. So that's generally it. So, uh, type line. Type line, 
you enter a type or choose from the list. You can do any card type. You want to do elves? Sure. You want to do equipment? Sure. You want to do artifacts? Sure. Planeswalkers? Anything. Subtype, supertype, anything at all. If you want to put in multiple, that is fine. Let's say I want to do an elf construct. Is that a thing? I don't know. But every single time I add, it'll just add another criteria. And we can select those criteria on the is part to turn it into not. So it will exclude elves or it will exclude constructs. Anything that is that will not be shown. Uh, if you want to click, uh, check the checkbox, allow partial type matches, the change that that will make, will it will work for if only one of those criteria works. So, if I want type construct type elf, that doesn't work. But if I check that box, if I check box for partial matches, then it will show either constructs or elves. It will work partially. And there we go. Constructs or elves. So, that is what that checkbox does. And that is what uh, the type line category does. Alright, colors. So, what colors does is for every single thing that you check, you will... Okay, so, you know what? There's several ways to several ways this can work. There is a selection box with three options. Exactly these colors, including these colors, and at most these colors. So if we say exactly these colors, let's say we do white or sorry, white black. We'll do that. Let's say we select white black. This will only show cards with white and black in their color identity and nothing else. So no white, white, black, blue, no, no mono white, exactly white, black. If we want to, sorry, if we want to um, show, uh, go with another category, say for example, including these colors, then that means that things with white, black, and white, blue, and black, or white, red, and black, or even five color will show. Any that has those colors in it, and it has some extra too, will be shown. So, and for the option, um, for the third option, there is, um, if we wait for it to load, not why not loading, and most of these colors. So this will show things that are white and black, and this will choose things that I am that are black. That way, we'll have just the cards that are that and less. Um, you can also manipulate this more by using syntax. Again, level two, we will cover that next week. So that works. That, that can be used for several things. But if you want um, another way to do the exact same thing, as at most of these colors, where it'll show the cards that are in those colors and the cards with less, you can just uh, work with Commander. So white, black will select those, and it's at most those colors, so it'll show the cards that are white and black, 
and it'll show the cards that are, um, sorry, and it'll show the cards that are white or black, just individually. The very small difference between the colors function and the commander function is the colors at most these colors function is that the colors function will include hybrid mana cards and others other things that work strangely with uh rule with color identity rules so it's a very small difference i'd recommend just using commander it's a little bit less clickable it's a little bit easier to click if that's what you're trying to do but colors gives you more options and I'm not sure why Commander isn't just an option on colors. Seems like an easier way to format it. But, hey, I'm not the one that made the search engine. Alright, mana cost. So, mana costs are the... So, this will show any mana symbols that will be in the cost of casting this spell. So, for example... Say we wanted, oh, look at that. There's a card I can't remember the name of. So there's this um, card that is a giant scarecrow. And it has um, two and a blue, a two and a two and one of each color. So we're going to go ahead and fill those in. So we have white, blue, we have to add black. So we're just going to add each of those in. And we got to add red. And then boom. Now we have cards that have two. Oh, okay. I did not get rid of the color identity for commander. We will do that. Okay. Um. Okay. Um. White, blue, black, red, green. Okay. I think I got it. I know what the error is. Made a slight typo there, but. There we go. Now we have it, Reaper King. So this is going to show the things with mana with specific specific things in their mana costs. If we want to get this more accurately, we can combine it with CMC. So rather than just showing things with it in their mana cost, it will show things, say, we have we want something with five green. Just green, 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 and it's mana cost. Well, we can add five greens, and then we can say that the CMC is equal to five. Then it will just add that. Then we will have things with with green five times in their mana cost. And I'm not sure if that's the thing. I think it is. Yes, yes it is. And boom. Now we have that. So that is what the mana cost function and what, well, the CMC function we can do a little bit more with. So for CMC, we can, we have several options. One, we can type any value. So we can do any value there. Second, there are several options. So first of all, there are several options. We can filter by CMC, power, toughness, or loyalty. Those are all pretty self-explanatory. CMC of any of any spell, power of any creature, toughness of any creature, and loyalty of any planeswalker. We can select any of those 
and filter them by equal to, less than, greater than, less than, or equal to, greater than, or equal to, and not equal to. So, again, these should be fairly self-explanatory. Um, CMC larger than, for example, if we say 2, or if we say 10, anything like that, fairly self-explanatory. Um, we can just plug it in, and we'll say CMC greater than 6. We can add however many of these matches that, that we want, and that can give a, and it will just output things that fit those criteria. So CMC greater than six, boom, there we go. We have search for that. All right, next thing we can search by. Sorry, um, it's a little bit slow. So the next thing we can search by is formats. So formats is just gonna say if it's legal in Commander, that can just be a thing that you can generally plug in. If you wanna get rid of probably three or four search results that will make your, make your looking through it a little bit more clunky. Especially if you do not know the ban list very well, I would recommend that you put this in always. So whichever format you are playing, then you can put that in. You can also do restricted or banned. Uh, restricted is only in vintage, or maybe is it legacy or vintage? Not sure, but you can do that uh, in order to see the banned lists of formats. So if we wanna look in banned and commander, boom, there we go. We have 85 cards. Now, the reason these, that these are banned is it's not that there's directly 85 cards that have been banned there are just certain categories that have been banned such as conspiracies and there are anti-cards that is most of the cards that um that is most of the cards that are banned but that yeah yeah you can see the ban list what is not legal just you know to learn it so then we can go with sets. So there are two options for sets. You can enter a set name or choose from the list and enter a block name or choose from the list. This will show cards that meet your other criteria, of course, and are in the set or are in the block. Simple enough, that's what it does. Not really anything else to it. You can put them both in and it'll match both. Not sure why you do that, because if you know what set it, it's in, then you also know what block it's in, but whatever. All right, rarity. These are simply checkboxes. You can check which of these ones you want. It will only return cards of the selected rarities. If you don't check any of them, it will just return all cards. Don't worry about it. You don't always have to check them all if you don't want it to be filtered that way. So simple enough. If you only want specific rarities, for example, if you're playing Popper, just check common and make sure all the other ones are unchecked and boom, simple enough. And criteria. So criteria, uh, there's just tons of things. So first of all, uh, I'm not gonna read through all these, but this just means if it matches this, if it is this thing, such as back, the cards have non-standard backs. If it has that, show it. 
If it does not, do not show it. If, and you can have multiple criterion. For example, if I wanted to do a better area, there we go. Boom. Now we have both. So we can add however many of those we want, and we can check this checkbox to allow partial criteria matches if we're okay with it only matching one of those. So it can be either one. All right. Next up is prices. Prices is just choosing what price um, we want it to be. So we can do we can filter by USD, Euros, or MTGO tickets. I'm doing USD because that's what I use. I'm actually kind of surprised there's not CAD or something else, although that is possible. That is a regional filtration, so I wouldn't know if that's a thing. So let's say I only want things with USD less than $20. $20 is just my breaking point, and anything more than that is too much. So, boom, there we go. We have all these cards with 20, less than $20. Turns out that's a lot of cards, actually. So, um, then there's some, a little bit more niche ones. Artist, uh, just enter any artist names, and it can be part of the name, however much the name you want, uh, however much you remember, and if there are multiple people who match that, match that part of it that you remember, it might not work as well. Flavor text, any flavor text, anything, any words that could appear in the flavor text. That can be quite nice. Again, it's the same thing. You're looking for the words separately. Just imagine as if it's looking for, say you want um, Joyra, Tazri, and, uh, I don't know, uh, enters the battlefield. It's going to look for Joyra, the word Joyra. It's going to look for the word Tazri, and it's going to look for enters and the word the and battlefield. Don't think that's a card. I'm just honestly spouting random things. But Lorf, but that can just help you find things in flavor text and can be quite interesting. Lore Finder. Somehow this is trademarked, which seems strange. Maybe it's just the name, but whatever. Lore Finder is actually one of the most powerful tools you can use. This will search any part of the card. It will search the name, it will search the power, toughness, CMC, anything. Sorry, not CMC, mana cost. Anything. Anywhere on that card. It will show it will it will search. That is incredibly, incredibly powerful and incredibly good. So yeah. I mean yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's not too much to say. It will search any part of that card. And as I said, for most other similar things, it will search for the individual words individually. So, yeah, I mean, there's not really too much to say about it. It can be incredibly powerful if you want to look at the entire card. Entire card. Language, if you put in default, it'll almost definitely work for you. Um, you can also specify English. Uh, I do find every once in a while there'll be a non-English card. Uh, I don't know whether selecting English um, actually helps with that. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't think I personally would because it's possible it would exclude certain results because of non-perfect scanning or because there's certain cards that haven't actually been printed in English. I'm not sure what the technical uh, legality of playing those cards is. I assume that they're legal, but I wouldn't really know. All right, and the last options option is preferences. Preferences you can change once you have already searched. There will be a little part in the top, and you can change that while once you have searched it. So you can choose to display as images, display as checklist, display as text only, and display as full. If you display as images, you will just get a grid of three by ten cards and or maybe it's three by twenty cards. Yeah, it's three by twenty cards. You can just scroll through it reading the cards and there you go. Display as checklist will give you like a little line for the cards. It'll have the name, you can hover over it to see the card image and it will have a lot of other data. Display as text only. Um, not actually sure what that looks like. Let's see. All right, so it just it's just text. Um, it's got like man emojis, um, tap symbols. It's got symbols, and I mean it's just text. There's no actual card name. Um, you can also do display as full card. So when you only when your search results only have one card, it'll have it'll automatically do this. But basically, it'll have the card, it'll have some data about it, lots of helpful things, uh, including rulings. Now, I'm not sure if rulings will be shown if you display it as full, and there are not, and there are multiple cards. Not completely sure about that. I don't see them in this case, but uh, I'm pretty sure that they will not be, be shown. I'm not sure. All right. And then there is sort by. This will this will determine which order they are sorted by. I'm just going to read them off and explain them if they need to be. Sort by name, alphabetical. Sort by release date, uh, when they were released. I'm not sure how that works in relation to being released at the same time. Sort, I sorry, I'd assume that it is subcategorized, sub-ordered uh, by... Uh, I would assume that it, if, it, if it is released at the same time, it would be sub-ordered by alphabetical. Sort by set and number. Uh, that, I think, is similar to release date, but the number is the collector's number, I think. Sort by rarity. Rare, rarer, the earlier. Of course, you can always do ascended or descended to change the order uh, opposite. Sort by color. I'd assume it'd be Wurberg, sort by price USD, sort by price TIX, sort by price EUR, um, yeah, sort by price basically, whichever one you care about, sort by CMC, lowest CMC first generally, sort by power, highest CM, highest power first probably, sort by toughness, highest, highest toughness first probably, sort by EDH rec rank, uh, the more decks, this is, sorry, the highest percentage of decks this could be played in that it is, the, the earlier it'll be shown, and sort by artist name. 
I'd assume it would be alphabetical. Um, the artist name said it will be categorized as. Then there are two, uh, two, uh, check, check boxes that you can check or, or leave unchecked. You can show all card prints, which means that if a card has been printed multiple times, it will show multiple times. I don't really like doing that. It just makes it extremely difficult, but if you care about art or if you care about specific things, that can be useful. And include extra cards, such as tokens, planes, schemes, uncards. I'm not sure. I think uncards are, are, are already included. But uh, things like that will be included. So if you check that box. If you don't, they will not. So that's just about it. Uh, once you're done, you can just check. You can just click that part that will always be on the bottom. The search by this criteria. Search with these options. And there you go. That is how you use Scryfall level 1. As I said, most of the time people can just pick this up. Uh, this did actually take me a little bit longer to describe than I thought it would, but I think I was very thorough and covered everything that you need to know about this. Uh, subscribe for level 2 next week where I'll teach you how to use syntax. It is much, much more powerful and gives you a lot, a lot more freedom than you had before. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next time.